Before we start today's episode, I want to mention our sponsor, Swoosh English, the best way to pass your OET or IELTS exams. For 10% off any course, go to swooshenglish.com forward slash our voices discount or click the link in the episode description. I'm Alex Melia, and this is Our Voices, a stage for real people to tell the real stories we never get to hear. In this series, we welcome NHS doctors and nurses who now live and work in the UK. We'll immerse ourselves within their stories as they work tirelessly to help their patients. We grew up in Sweden, originally actually from Somalia. This is Hussein, a 32-year-old junior doctor. He now lives in Birmingham and will be joined soon by his wife and baby daughter. What made the transition slightly easier for me personally was that I already had a few family members here. And obviously hearing things from them, talking to them, speaking to them gives you a lot of comfort. I wanted to understand Hussein's early life and what it was like leaving Somalia. I think majority of people moved during a time of conflict and civil war. We initially went to uh, our neighbouring country, Kenya, and from there we proceeded on to Saudi Arabia. And of course, you know, life wasn't easy. Life was a struggle. You lived on the bare minimum. You moved around, different culture, different language, different system, different people. Sometimes environments where you were not really welcomed. Sometimes you would perhaps maybe be picked up on as a child. Uh, or racially profiled or made fun of, you know. And after a long journey, eventually our father made it to Sweden. Um, and then we eventually made it. And that's where our journey started, really. A new life, a new beginning, away from war, away from uncertainty, away from poverty and hunger, away from fear. After a tough few years, things seemed to be looking up for him. But what was it that made Hussein go into medicine in the first place? When you see people who have been shot, people who've just been brought in as a trauma patient from an explosion, you know, when you see a mother who is about to deliver and has travelled a long, long distance from rural area where, you know, there's no proper sanitation, there is no proper transport, and she's lost a lot of blood and, you know, her vital signs are dropping Hussein has had many experiences like this that have inspired him to want to help others. But none hit him harder than the death of his younger sister. She died as a child from respiratory problems. It was the most difficult thing I had to go through and see my family go through. But I think in particular when you bury your own sister so small. I remember at the funeral at the grave when we were lowering him down lowering her down and giving her the respect she deserved during her transition. I think that was the hardest. That really hit me and kind of cemented for me that, you know what, I really want to make a difference. I want to give back. I want to help people in a similar situation like my sister or my brother-in-law. It gives you a burning desire to actually, you know what, this is something I want to do. I want to give back. I want to make a difference. I want to help these people. I want to help my people. With his passion for helping others securely grounded within him, 
Hussein set about becoming a doctor. Let's fast forward past his studies to find out what the reality of being a doctor is really like. You always learn through people, Alex. You always learn through people. I, I, I tend to find myself always learning through my patient. And you know, when they share their stories and their life experiences, I feel so much richer. And you know, it, it adds value and meaning to your life. When you work as a doctor, you are in a constant learning and progression. And I think your experience shapes how you do things and how you see things differently. With all the interactions you're having, with all the stories, you know, with all the cases that you see, I think you really start appreciating life a lot more. And I think you start valuing your life a lot more. And I also think that you become more more empathetic, perhaps, I should say, and more, you know, we should have that naturally as doctors or nurses or anybody working in the healthcare profession or even as humans, really. On top of this, Hussein places a huge amount of importance on effective communication. Especially now during COVID time, you have a lot of cases where a patient comes in and then, you know, they start deteriorating and then they might get escalated to ITU or ICU and then possibly even come back to the ward and you kind of see yourself doing that quite a lot with COVID patients you know your ward almost turns into like a mini HDU like a high dependency unit throughout that entire journey I think especially during COVID I think communication has been a massive um, important role because families are worried sick and because they cannot come into the hospital, you are that bridge between them and their loved ones. So constant feedback, constant communication, letting them know what's happening, how things are progressing and developing. If, you know, you go in the right direction, if, you know, the patient has or their loved one has deteriorated or worsened their journey through ITU, you know, and all of that stuff is something you constantly have to communicate. Then, of course, depending on where the patient is, is usually looked after by the relevant team. But I think communication and letting families know what's going on is perhaps maybe something we see as very small, but has been a massive part of patients and families' satisfaction and happiness and, and a massive relief for them, you know, when they know how their loved ones are doing. And that communication has to go both ways. One of the best ways of improving as a human being individually or even as a company or progress in life in general is to have a feedback. Whether that's a negative feedback or whether that's a positive feedback, it always gives you a channel to, to see things, whether you need to improve on things or whether you know what you actually are doing, good, but you need to do more good now. Don't stop there, but carry on doing the good, you know, the good work that you are doing. Like all junior doctors across the length and breadth of the UK, Hussein regularly finds himself on night shifts. Some are more memorable than others, but this is one that will stick with him for a long time. He's on his rounds, busy as usual. I thought to myself, why don't you just go around and just eyeball your patients and your staff colleagues and just check on them and see how they are doing. So I started off with one ward, went through round, everything was fine, went to the second ward, everything was fine there. 
and I was handed over, you know, a small job to do, which I did on the ward before I left. As I was coming out of my fifth ward, which was like the, the last ward I was covering, on my way out, just last couple of patients, I noticed a patient who was sitting up and struggling to breathe. So I just decided to go in and check on the patient. So I knocked the door and I said, how are you doing, sir? It turned out that was a life-saving moment because he was struggling to breathe. He had other comorbidities. He was a patient who was deteriorating and getting unwell. After sort of speaking to him, assessing him and examining him, giving him a couple of medications, and he was still not improving. But then I did a chest X-ray, which showed a massive pneumothorax. Now, obviously, pneumothorax is quite a serious condition. And when I saw that on the X-ray, I was... I thought, you know what, thank God we picked this up. When you have a collapsed lung or you have air leaks into the space between your lung and the chest wall, you know, the air pushes on the side of your lung and it, and it makes it collapse. And, and pneumothorax can be either complete lung collapse or, you know, it can be a portion of the lung. But essentially, basically, you will struggle to breathe. And this can have a fatal consequence. Realising the severity of the situation, Hussein quickly rang the on-call registrar. He immediately said, you know what, I'm coming down to have a look at this and this patient will need immediate intervention. So he came up, did a chest strain, and my goodness, the patient was a complete new person. That was a feeling of, you know what, this is, this is why I love medicine. This is why I'm doing my job. This is why exactly I chose to do medicine. That was really immediate, immediate satisfaction and happiness at that moment to be able to pick that up. Hussein has experienced huge challenges in his life in Somalia, Sweden and the UK. He's used the death of his younger sister to inspire him to become not only the doctor he is today, but the man he is too. His passion to help people shines through within the NHS on a day-to-day -day basis and we need more doctors like him to help fill the huge shortages the UK currently faces. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please click subscribe. And if you could leave us a review, it would mean a lot. If you want to continue the conversation with us, reach out at ourvoicespodcast.com or if you found this episode valuable, please consider supporting us to keep doing what we're doing through our Patreon page. You can find a link in the description. See you in the next episode. I want to acknowledge our sponsor, Swoosh English, for making these podcasts possible. It's the best place to get training and support to pass your OET, IELTS and PT exams. If you want to hear from doctors or nurses, who've passed their exam with the help of Swoosh English, go and listen to episodes from Rima, Midun, Cynthia, Tara, and Hussein. For 10% off any course, visit swooshenglish.com forward slash Our Voices discount.